before I go into where I'm looking and where I feel like the best opportunities are uh, at the current market, let me lay a foundation for something, which, I, which, you, which at this point, you know, I like to do. Um, but everything goes in cycles, right? We have winter, summer, spring, and fall. You have the life cycle. Um, you have things repeating, right? The, you know, short shorts were cool in the 70s and 80s. They're coming back along with tight pants and all those things which come back. And now you're starting to see the 90s flow back in. And so you, you, you have fashion cycles, right? Every, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Things come in style, go out of style. Is the rhythm of life. The same thing happens in financial markets and economies, right? And you have same cycles over and over again. And there's, I'm going to overly explain, uh, overly simplify the cycle because it's actually probably a bit more complicated than what I'm going to explain it to be. But I want to make this educational and not get super nerd on you. But but you basically have in an economy, you know, that are driven by business. Uh, businesses that uh, in, in an economy you need you know brains people who can operate the business and money right that's capitalism you got the people that uh, labor and the people that run the companies and money they come together to produce goods and services for for all of us uh, in one cycle the money is driven by venture capitalists which are betting on future hopes dreams right and you get you know um, periods where there's not a lot of money going in the system by VCs and then periods where there's an ample amount of money in the system. And the companies that uh, do well in that cycle are technology companies, um, innovative companies, things that are basically new, right? Things that are basically new and betting on the future, right? And then you have cycles that are driven by uh, banks lending, right? Good old fashioned, boring lending. And those are companies like construction companies, manufacturing companies, uh, the banks obviously do well because they make money on uh, the spread between what they can borrow from uh, the government, you know, what they can, what they um, pay the depositors and what they lend the money out. Um, and, 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 um, and times with that spread is why, which is you know, then they uh, are willing to lend more, which again helps construction, manufacturing, the banks. Uh, it also, when people are able to borrow money more or when banks are willing to lend money, uh, more and they're made more profitable. Uh, people buy more houses, cars, retail does better, and payment does better, right? So that cycle drives those companies. So you got the cycle driven by the banks, cycle driven by the VCs. Again, it's not that clean cut, but that'll get you 70, 80% there. So then once you know that, uh, knowing that I like to pay attention to value and everything goes in cycles, there's periods of time where asset prices it's too expensive. So think of tech, right? You had tech in 1999, where uh, the price of technology companies got stupidly astronomically high, and there was a bunch of money in the system. Then that bubble burst, and then the banks took over, and they funded the early 2000s, where you had construction companies doing well, manufacturers, banks, retail, auto, um, that cycle. And then that whole system bust and for a period um you had everything being expensive right because everything took off you know 09 010 11 12 but then there was a point where tech really took off um and they funded you know the last few years um and those have gotten really really expensive and everything that banks finance 
uh, have gotten um, cheap, right? And banks have been actually cheap for a while, but construction, manufacturing, uh, financial services, housing, auto, retail, entertainment, those have all gotten relatively cheap um, uh, to historical norms. And so if you understand what I've just laid out for you, everything runs in cycles. Uh, there are over, you know, periods of underinvestment and then overinvestment where people and valuations get out of uh, um, whack, right? Um, then you can kind of understand without me even going next where we are in a cycle and what I'm going to say uh, I think the best ideas are, right? Especially you could tell when valuations are expensive and then every conversation that you're having um, with people, um, the, the asset classes that regular Joe and regular Susie uh, or talking about, um, you know, if, if, they're, if they're talking about, hey, you know, Bitcoin or um, marijuana stocks, right, new concepts or technology companies, if they're talking about that and these are amateur people who are not investors and just getting interested in you hearing it over and over and over again, you know, hey, we're close to a bubble, if not in a bubble uh, in the VC backed period of time. And on the reverse end, when you start seeing um, over uh, building, um, over construction, you know, people running up super high credit card bills, um, banks just giving away money irresponsibly, uh, then you know we're in the bubble phase of the bank-led um, uh, run, right? And so where I feel, where my analysis, understanding this framework, uh, tells me the best opportunities are over the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, right? Because again, I'm a long-term investor, are in the bank-led uh, uh, companies, right? The companies that do well in a bank-led finance economy. And those are the uh, construction companies, manufacturing companies, financial services companies, uh, and discretionary, the home, auto, retail, and entertainment, right? And Whenever I do my analysis, I don't like to go off of gut feel, right? Gut feel is just spotting patterns, and maybe you can't communicate it. And so I like to pay attention to valuations, what people are talking about. That gives me data to understand what environment we're in, and it'll give you an idea of how to play. And people say, well, Philip, isn't that well-known knowledge, right? Isn't don't you know i know you're smart but you're not smarter than a lot of people why don't why haven't anybody picked that up and i'm like a lot of people do know the problem is people are short term the way you make money in investing is not really brains right it's all out there it's emotions right it's extremely difficult to not participate in a euphoric period of time because you see everybody around you making money i went to a tech conference today uh, actually, I've been going in and out all week, and everybody's talking about tech because they see this person getting this money, this person getting that money, this person being celebrated, being on covers of magazines, being highlighted, and you know they're asking, "Hey, what are your best uh, stock ideas, Philip?" And I'm saying construction companies, manufacturing companies, and you can see the eyes glazing over because it's boring, right? But I know that history plays out, and that I'll be right, and I just need time. But emotionally, it's difficult. Because, you know, you want to, everybody wants to be smart and nobody wants to feel like they're done being left out. But if you just have patience and you wait, which is hard, right, um, you win. It's kind of like everybody knows 
working out and eating right is how you get into shape. If you want to get into shape, but it's hard. You got to be patient. You don't work out and eat right and get the results in five minutes. It may take months or even years. Same in investing. You're, you're going to look not smart for a long period of time because it can be a, a few years, you know, before those valuations get correct, get corrected. It can be crazy for a while. Um, but understanding the framework, having patience and faith in the future and being disciplined will allow you to position yourself and your money to profit um, ahead of everybody. And then what will happen is everybody will end up running your way uh, once the market realizes it. And then you, at some point, when things tell you to reverse course, you sell out and go buy what they don't like and just repeat the cycle over and over and over again. That's what all the greats do, the Warren Buffetts, the John Templetons, the um, great investors of our time, of all time. So uh, this is not meant to be investment advice. This is for informational and educational uh, purposes. Investments don't have guarantees. You can lose your money. Past performance is no indicator of future performance. I'm not recommending you buy or purchase any securities or investments. I'm just giving you some education. I'll enjoy your day.